Hello, and welcome to the Interval Weight Loss Podcast. In today's episode, Dr. Nick Fuller explains what you can expect in week nine on the IWL plan, and is joined once again by MasterChef contestant Steph DeSouza. This podcast was taken from a video interview hosted on Facebook and Instagram. So if you haven't already, consider becoming a member of the Facebook community group and join the conversation. Now, please enjoy the Interval Weight Loss Week 9 podcast. Welcome everyone to Week 9 of the IWL Plan. Uh, week by week we are tracking a very special guest and top 12 MasterChef contestant Steph DeSouza's journey. Uh, so you can go back and re-watch those weekly videos uh, and we're going through basically um, how to implement the IWL plan, talking about the washout month, uh, the weight loss months, and the weight maintenance month. So you find that content in obviously all of the books, but uh, the online program, so you can follow it, be accountable to yourself uh, with the IWL app uh, or online program. So you can track your habits, um, weigh your, obviously monitor your weight, weighing yourself once per week, because what we're looking for is that trend over time. Um, and as Steph has been, I guess, discussing, look, some weeks her weight's been going down, other weeks it's tracking uh, back up a couple of hundred grams, which means she's not yet into a weight loss phase. She's only just started the journey, and this is very common when people, people first kick off on IWL. Um, you're not gonna necessarily get weight loss from the get-go. What we are focusing on is health. So imperative to long-term success is focusing on health. Um, we used uh, Steph's initial results from her GP. She went to the GP, she got some bloods done just to check basic uh, metabolic parameters uh, like a lipid profile, uh, triglycerides, which are risk factors for cardiovascular disease, but also her blood sugar level um, a marker for uh, diabetes, type 2 diabetes risk, and other uh, indicators too, like um, a blood pressure um, for uh, whether she's, you know, has high blood pressure, has whether she has hypertension, so that we can measure these changes over time. So we're going to tune in, we're going to get Steph uh, into the conversation today, and again, ask her how she's been going. So I do encourage re-watch uh, those week-by-week -week videos because you will pick up little tips not only from myself but most importantly from Steph herself. Hello Steph, hey. how, are, how are you? Good, oh we've both got boring backgrounds today. Yeah we do, we do. Well it's a very windy day <laughs> here so I've um, yeah, yeah, same. <laughs> inside a uh, closed environment. So how are I you going? The same. Yeah good, how are you? Very well, very well. I'm just adjusting the camera so that my head's not chopped off. <laughs> you need to be shorter. Yeah. <laughs> so talk to me. How's your progress? Yeah, good, good. This is my first week of um, maintenance this week, which yes. is week nine of maintenance essentially really for me. Um, yep. but yeah, Taking the pressure off. Yeah, exactly. So I've done, um, I've gone back to one, one class a day at the gym rather than two. Like I was doing sort of two, three or four times a week. So back to just, just the one five days a week. Um, and, um, yeah, guys, it's just relaxing a little bit, everything. Everything is a bit more, not quite as, as focused. 
So what um what has your weight done over this first week of maintenance? Exactly the same. Yeah, so this is this is exactly the point I was I guess highlighting last week. You've got these little trends, you know, ups, 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 downs, 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 but really it's been doing this over the first couple of months. Very typical. Yeah. Um, we are you know, we mentioned that that's common after that lifetime of dieting, but your body's doing all it can to hold on to its reserves. So you now move yeah. into a weight maintenance phase. Um, I reminded you that that's in, you know, obviously in your online program, PDF um, interactive tool, but also in the latest book and this one here in Chapter 12. So it's important to go through and understand why you're now um, taking the pressure off yourself in terms of uh, that number on the scales and why weight maintenance breaks are important. So obviously even more important if you had lost weight from the get-go, um, but mm. it's still important now because it's important to not just keep putting the foot on the throttle and um, you certainly shouldn't be ever applying the all-or-nothing approach. It's all about yeah. small sustainable changes that become habits over time. So one you mentioned was the exercise, so you seem to have switched off the exercise intensity, but also the volume, yeah, is that right? Got yeah, yeah, just the probably not so much the intensity. So I'm still doing it as in, as intense as what I was, but just not doing it um, as often, I guess. So less time spent doing it. All right, so you've got two options there. Remember, um, during the weight loss phases, you can really up the ante in terms of intensities and working at new heart rates and trying new equipment and new workouts, new sessions, new classes at the gym. And then yep. the maintenance months, a lot of people on IWL then focus on low-intensity aerobic exercise to give your body a break and incorporating a lot of non-body weight bearing because what we don't want you doing is getting injured. Um, often, yep. maybe not in your case as much because you, you've always loved to exercise, but someone that hasn't exercised in the past, if they then incorporate the activity um, and you know follow all of these often strict militant exercise programs that you've seen, um, dietary prescriptions, diet programs, these online um, courses, you'll only end up getting injured. So this month is all about giving your body a little bit of a rest, um, maybe some longer walks, um, focusing on lower heart rates and lower intensities. You don't need yeah. to be trying Yeah, so I will just be doing, um, just doing the one class and doing it, I guess, at the pace that I would normally do it. And in anticipation for next month with my weight loss, um, amping that up from where I am now. So I really have pulled back from where I from where I was. Okay. And then um, another thing we discussed last week is, you know, it's, it's really about overhauling your current lifestyle, um, redoing and rethinking how you can basically go about everything in your day-to-day -day life, um, where you're walking, you know, um, the, the sort of habits that you have throughout the day, the coffee shops you go to, um, the evening routines, everything needs to be broken up and changed because unfortunately your body is just used to all of um, the day-to-day the -day in, in and outs of um, what it's been for the last few decades. You've got to change it up. So exercise is one yeah. of them. And obviously this month is all about just continuing to move reducing the intensity and doing what you're doing. The next month I'm going to then harp on again about new classes, new intensities, because I still fear yeah. that even though you think, um, and I know that you are doing a lot for heart health, 
often we can be doing much more for variety and change of stimulus. Yeah, yeah. Right. And then what about in terms of the other the other um, IWL principles? Have you have you you know changed anything else with the food, um, sleep routine during this maintenance period? Um, I think the food. The only thing that I've really focused on this week more so is the um sorry excuse me is the a few more um meat free meals so that's something that i've tried to focus on because it can be i guess a habit that you fall into is just you know incorporating meat as your protein so there's been um yeah i've incorporated a few more meatless meals into our into our routine and into our week, which is good. Um, and we've also had some beautiful weather, so starting to incorporate, not today, it's freezing today, um, but some, some more of those lighter meals at the end of the day. So we've had a couple of barbecues for dinner, um, which is like a really great way to, um, you know, have a nice salad with your dinner so you it's not as... I don't know, I find with that it's easier to have a smaller piece of protein and a smaller carbohydrate when you're having a nice um, nice fresh salad or something that goes with it. So that's, that's, I guess, a couple of changes that I've made. Okay, so that's a good couple of tips there. One is, um, mm. yeah, I guess incorporating, uh, well, not every meal needs to include meat. Uh, so it's mm. a really good point you make. I mean, if, if you can get in a couple of meals a week uh, with red meat, that's plenty particularly yeah. for your iron requirements. Um, but, yes, there's plenty of other good protein-rich sources coming from plant. Um, but these are products, remember, so that everyone understands, you, these are natural foods in their natural form, like beans, legumes. Mm. And we're not talking about processed and packaged plant foods. We're talking about cooking no. from scratch. I saw a wonderful recipe you shared, a, a dal recipe online. Mm. Um, so, you know, yeah, thinking outside the box, a lot of this can be simple, easy um, yeah. for everyone to try. So, yeah, I guess everyone needs to be, you know, definitely, especially part of the Australian culture, we eat too much meat, so you can be reducing some yeah. meat. Yeah, absolutely. Thinking about putting some seafood on the barbecue rather than, you know, a piece sure. of red meat too is another great thing. Definitely, and there's some really good cheap, um, sustainable options when it comes to seafood. Mm. Um, go to your local fishmonger because you can get, you know, it might be sardines. It might be something you've never tried before that you think, oh, I've, I'm not going to like that. But you probably will. You just need to learn yeah. um, how it might be cooked or yeah. how it is best cooked. And then it ends up being a yeah. protein source that's just as cheap um, as maybe the meat that you were buying in the past. So it's not always yeah, nice they watch. Yeah, and, and just ask, especially if you're going to a fishmonger or somewhere like that, just ask them. They love talking about that stuff. You know, that, that's what they're there for, so don't be afraid to ask them. Yeah, it can be quite overwhelming when you walk in there and, you, you know, you sort of, uh, there's a plethora of choices and you've never seen half these fishes or types of seafood before. But, look, yeah, that's the best thing you can do and just be honest and say, look, I, I haven't cooked much seafood or I don't, I'm not familiar with a lot of this. Um, I'm looking mm. for something a bit... Um, you know, cheaper, maybe more sustainable option. It depends what you're doing. Um, and, and ask them what, how they would cook it because they will have some great tips. Yeah, they do. Um, they start they do. You can throw them on the barbecue and you can and, and add some salt and um, chilli. Simple things like that adds a lot of yeah, flavour. Yeah, and they're delicious. Yeah, they absolutely. Yeah, get, your, get your spice cupboard out. Yes. And the other good tip I, I just heard from you was, you know, we – we are really zooming in on your evening portion. 
Um, mm. So for everyone that's new to IWL, every meal has to have a whole grain carb, protein, um, and a healthy fat. The healthy fat might be the olive oil that you're cooking with, um, or it could be the avocado on the whole grain toast in the morning. But at that evening meal, it has to be small. Uh, we're, you know, we're overeating at most um, throughout the day, most portions, most meals. Yeah. You need to really keep working on um, reducing that portion. You can always go back for the unlimited salad, the unlimited vegetables, but you have to keep refining that and that has to become smaller and smaller until you've got to a point where, yes, I'm having the one palm or the one closed fist for the evening meal. I go to bed and I maybe feel a little bit hungry because I'm not used to this. You wake up, you will feel very hungry and you go through those motions and that's just going to keep continuing to improve. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I think one of the one of the things I think the secret to that is to make sure you are having a satisfying meal at that dinner is to incorporate flavour. I think if you're if you're making that a bland meal um, that really you're not really going to enjoy, it makes it much more difficult to stick to. So by trying to find like adding those beautiful fresh herbs. Um, your garlic and your ginger and, and all your beautiful spices to something, um, it, it will be far more satisfying for you to your taste buds, therefore a more pleasurable experience. You're more likely to keep keep going back and keep doing it. Yeah, and they are. That's right. There's some of those staples that you should have in the cupboard, um, in the drawer, in the fridge at all times because, mm. um, you know, some fresh ginger, fresh garlic does go along way and it can be incorporated in the majority of meals and it adds so much flavor you're right yeah so, yeah you know, even we'll a keep... of lemon over something just makes can make all the difference in the world yeah definitely and i know there's a lot of people following um you obviously steph on this journey but also all your food creations um get many great ideas from you but you're right all those spices that we often neglect we don't know how yeah. to add to that well, meal well, yeah, yeah, and they, they make a big difference. But it's a bit like yeah, the fishmonger story. We were a bit scared of them. We don't know how to add them. Um, mm -hmm. But it's all about, you know, learning, exploring and understanding what works with what and asking the question. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, getting it done. So, yeah, that's the portion sizes side of things. Still my ongoing battle to drink water, but I'm getting better at it every day. Um, sticking I've to it. Some good tips um, in the community for you. I saw. Yeah, some great tips. Yeah, I love that app that they had too. There was an app there that I thought, oh, that's that's brilliant. Never even yeah, considered so, there being an app to remind me. I'm, yeah, I'm looking at them now, like the Soda Stream. Adding, you know, herbal tea. Um, adding mm. uh, some fresh lemon and lime to your water. Um, but most importantly, if you just sit down before every meal and force yourself to have a glass of water. Yeah, and it doesn't have to be yeah. that typical. Or traditional way of what we think where you go to the tap make it a little bit more palatable mm. you can warm it up a little bit you can add that lemon and lime or you could use a soda stream and put some um Bubble some bubbles in it yes that so that's mm. there's some good tips there and that's what you, you need yeah, to keep working absolutely. On. sometimes we're going to the cupboard or the kitchen for boredom um and we're not actually hungry we just you know mm. that, that warm drink or the glass of water will satisfy that need yeah yeah and something that i hadn't really thought about it until then is i really like herbal tea yeah and drink it at night i will often sit down and have a glass a cup of herbal tea but i don't often do it during the day sure. um 
Yeah, so if I can count that towards my water count, um, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll increase that as well because yeah. I, I actually really enjoy that. It's not a struggle to drink a cup of tea for me. Yeah, and you might get a, you know, a cup of tea is a cup of water. So you're getting two mm. to 250 mils potentially. Yeah. Um, and, yes, it goes a long way towards that, that, uh, that sort of non-caffeinated beverage of two litres per day. That's mm. so not yeah. just water. Uh, and then I guess mm. another little tip there for people is the reason why we focus on herbal, particularly in the evening time, it's good for comfort and, and um, soothing that comfort. Uh, but secondly, because it doesn't contain caffeine. So this is just the infusion from um, the leaves of the tree. And mm -hmm. sometimes we think, you know, products like green tea are herbal, but they're actually caffeinated products. So be very careful. Yeah. We're talking about, you know, your lemon and ginger or your chamomile uh, tea. They're, they're examples where they are herbal. And everything after yeah. 2 p.m. Um, is the guide that we prescribe on IWR should all be non-caffeinated because... It can other what caffeine does is a stimulant. It can affect brain sleep because it's um, heightening the brain activity. So yep. move towards non-caffeinated in the evening um, and make sure you're getting at least two litres of non-caffeinated across the course of the day. And herbal tea is a good yep. way of doing it. Yep. And it, it, it's, I guess it's a little, like you said, it's comforting, a little bit satisfying. If you are getting those hunger pains after dinner where you would normally go and have a snack, then it's a, it's a good, um, I guess, distraction. Definitely. And then I, I had one other tip written down there from the IWL community. I saw that how are people monitoring those or dealing with those hunger pangs? One came up with um, obviously the, the category of the herbal teas was mentioned, but then others were saying, look, it's, it's not the end of the world if you still go and have something. Um, maybe you are actually hungry and maybe you need to satisfy that sweet test tooth, but you still need to reach for nature first, that principle, those four words. You could have, um, you know, some banana with uh, some cashew nut spread on it. It's a great nature's treat, satisfies that sweet, sweet tooth, um, and it's not going to, um, you know, blow out your you know, food intake for the day. So, yeah, yeah, if you are hungry... Monitor it because you might need something. If you're craving that sweet food, you can still go for the nature's treats. Um, look mm -hmm. in the IWL community. There's a great post and suggestions on that. And secondly, you know, if you are really, really hungry in the evening, you're not eating enough at the start of the day. And that's not something I'm going to keep working on you, keep um, talking through with you, Steph, because the evening portion, uh, even portions yep. throughout the day, you know, just reevaluating because Western... Um, society, this modern day environment, we overeat. Everything is one and a half times the portion, sometimes two times the portion of what it used to be. Yeah. We're simply eating too much. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so what else have I done? I'm just trying to think. I, and some, another change that I've made is I've, berries are beautiful at the moment. So I've been, um, been having, um, buying some fresh berries, just having them in the, in the fridge. So they're just a good, you know, handful snack to add to um, the list of things that I can snack on during the day if I'm hungry. So that's been good. handful of blueberries, a pound of strawberries, um, of raspberries or something like that. And it does, it, it kind of feels a bit decadent, so it feels like you're treating yourself, which is nice. Definitely. And it's actually easy at this time of the month because the variety of fruits that are available uh, yeah, it's is beautiful. much greater. These are those mm. nature's treats that release all those feel-good chemicals. You can have unlimited fruits. 
you know, so long we've been told and people um, and that dieting culture continues to tell us that fruit is bad because it contains sugar. They're naturally occurring sugars. They make us feel good, but importantly, they're good for us, packed with a fibre, yeah. full of fibre, vitamins and minerals, fill us up for long periods of time. They prevent us reaching for the junk or going to the vending yeah. machine or the corner store. That's a very good, another good tip, um, good little um, hack and tip you've provided there. So I like that. So there you go. That's the, I guess that's the major changes that I've made this week. Yeah, and I think the most rewarding thing for you has to be the first thing you told me today was my weight's still the same. You haven't, you, you've eased off. You haven't been um, as strict with the, the, the exercise, um, the dining out takeaway, but yet if your maintenance um, or your weight's still stable, it hasn't gone up. Okay, yeah. so... Hopefully that, that, look, it's still a bit disheartening for you because we still want to see the number on the scales go down. We go through this period of maintenance. Then when we kick off the next weight loss phase, you really put the foot back down on the pedal again, really overhaul everything with your day-to-day -day life. Hopefully then you start to see that weight loss you're looking for. But again, it may not yeah. come. You just got to keep focusing on health. It will come eventually. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um yeah, I guess it is, it is good to have this maintenance month. Um, given that I didn't lose in my weight last month, um, I guess it gives me permission to, to wait another month to see what happens rather than going, oh, keep hitting my head against a brick wall for, and not moving yet. So it just, I guess it just takes the pressure off a little bit to say, okay, just give your body another month to see what, what it will do if it will recover a bit more and then, and go again. Yeah, and it's important, obviously, not to let go of all those good habits you're forming. They continue to. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah. You continue to um, reconnect and rewire the brain. Remember the neurons forming mm -hmm. towards nature's treats and the exercise and uh, the better sleep health routine. It's just yeah. allowing your body a little bit of a, a rest, so we prevent injuries because of the exercise and the high intensity nature. Mm -hmm. Secondly. It allows you the extra treats. You can have a couple of treats per week as opposed to focusing on one per week during the weight loss phase. And the takeaway dining out, well, you can allow yourself two per week. Um, that's, you know, and, and thinking back to your weight loss phase, there were some weeks where you were eating out far more than once a week. Could have been the reason yeah, why you didn't get into that weight loss or continuous weight loss phase. So there are mm. things to be thinking about um, continuing to make yourself accountable to continue forming habits. And I will continue to challenge you to change your current routines. You have to keep breaking everything from, like I said, the coffee shop you go to, to the gym and, and, and session you're doing at the gym, but also to the ovals you train in and the neighbourhoods you're walking in. Everything has to yeah. change. Yeah. Okay. Keep it up. Send any questions over as you're going through and um, continue to share those great recipes. Okay, will do. Good stuff, Steph. I'll keep maintaining. Yeah, did you um, <laughs> and did you go and uh, you, you got a copy of your results now that you can hold on to? Yeah, I do. Okay, yeah, good. yeah, so, I do. Ready to go important. for the next one. Yeah, and I, I said the, main, the, the reason I say that is because um, when you do go and get your GP results, everyone following, 
um, and you're going to the doctor at the start to monitor and progress, well, I guess, track your health improvements, you want that with you. You should always ask your GP for a copy. You have that now, which is good. Mm. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Excellent. So ready to compare compare in a couple of months' Wonderful. time. Good job. Yeah. Awesome. Enjoy your week, Steph. Thank you. See you, Nick. Bye, everyone. Bye, everyone.